I'm gonna keep it a bean. I'm gonna keep it a full bean. And by the way, I had a fucking stupid ass motherfucker tell me the other day, you got that from my spice. No, nigga, that has been in New York for centuries. I don't mean to sound like the cool guy over here. Okay. And people fucking hate when I do this, but I know that slang from New York travels to Rhode Island at a very slow pace and that's fine, but don't sit here and tell me. I'm saying keep it a bean because Ice Spice said it. No, keep it a bean was in New York when I fuck. We were using keep it a bean when niggas was fucking on blackberries talking about, yo, bitch, let me see your BBM. When it was okay to call girls bitches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's never okay. to. That's that's not true. I shouldn't lie. I shouldn't come on here and lie either. Listen, this is episode 103, I think. If I got that right, that that would really, really shock me. I'm going to I'm going to check. This is episode 103 cuz What the fuck? Yo. Listen. I was supposed to have my boy on with me. He's probably going to come on next week as a crystal collecting bitch would say, the universe has brought me here. This podcast was meant to be done dolo. All respect to my guest because I love him to death and he'll be on next week, most likely. But I clearly was meant to do this podcast by myself. It was a very fucking rough week, but we here. This is why we do it. We do it on days that we don't even feel like doing it. And on the way over here, I fucking took a couple a couple dabs out of the fucking out of the pen. I did it like one of those stupid bitches. I, yeah, I take dabs. And then you're like, how? And like from my pen, whatever. I guess, yeah, if it's if it's live rosin in the pen, then whatever, whatever, my nigga. You cheated, I cheated, we all cheated. We love cheating. How you doing? Yeah, bro. Now we here. Now we love doing it. We're here. We love doing it every single time. But sometimes you got to give yourself that extra push. And it, it was a rough week. A nigga had a moment. A nigga pulled himself out of his moment, and now a nigga here. And now we're here to maybe talk about that if I'm down. We're going to have some fun. It's not like me to get into celebrity gossip two weeks in a row, but your boy one, your boy's one for one with the lane of the plug shit. Shout out to my niggas who ran that video up. <laughs> Even the niggas I don't know. There's a lot of weirdos on fucking Instagram now that I think about it. Like, yo... Ever since the reel started popping off and I have randoms watching my shit and liking my shit or whatever, I'm definitely a lot more cautious about like what I post in terms of the children in my life. Cause I don't know what weird niggas are on there tickling their fucking Alaskan little bullworms to fucking kids. Like that's, that's kind of crazy. That's a crazy thought. So I'm a little, you know what I'm saying? But they're out there. They're out there. They're fucking. They 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 post their 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 Instagram pictures are definitely like some fucking middle aged foreign nigga who doesn't know how to take pictures. His fucking selfie is like angled in a way where you can see his double chin and his fucking nose, and somehow he's looking down at you like in your soul, and it's crazy. That's the only thing I don't like about this shit. This popping off shit. So I'm a little weary about posting. My kids a little bit, but at the same time, fuck you. I love my kids. Try me, my nigga. I'll fucking split your fucking head open in front of everybody in the bank. Random casino reference. I've been on my movie shit. Me and my boy Eric, he was on last week. We got real hungry coming soon. Legit heat is on this week per use. A lot of shit going on in the wrestling world. And I'm on here acting up. There's a lot going on. The studio is 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 getting spruced up more and more so there's a lot going on i thank god for a busy life i thank god for a life with children um i thank god for a lot of things that keep me going in life because i definitely had one of those moments where i had to look at myself and kind of this past week and kind of be like yo get the fuck up nigga like what are you doing get up this is life you got to take the good with the bad 
and you got to roll with the punches and we're not going to be thinking any type of ways where we feel like it's not, you know what I'm saying? You guys know what I'm saying. I'm not going to say much, but you understand. Um, What was I getting at before? Yes, the lane of the plug video did its thing. And that's not why I'm doing this. This is not turning into a celebrity gossip podcast. However, this Jonah Hill shit, I really want to, I really want to, I really want to fucking turn up on that one-on-one main event for the first match kind of deal. So, um, yeah, you know the vibes. Episode 103, we here, baby. Welcome to hell. Beep, 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 that meat, my boy. Yo, so first of all, if you're a fan of KFC Barstool, why? That nigga sucks. He just goes on there and has the worst takes in human history. And I don't know, like, who is he? What does he do? Like, I guess, yes, he's a content creator. Fine. Like, you can't really listen. We need let, let me let me let me let me fucking backtrack a little bit. OK, you need niggas like Kevin Clancy, because without niggas like him, there would be no niggas like me to correct stupid niggas like him. And you wouldn't have any good debates because everybody would be agreeing with each other. So I understand. I understand. But also, my issue is that I don't think this is a gimmick. I think this dude is, like, real deal fucking dumb. Okay? I'm going to play this video. Um, I wonder what he said about the lane of the plug in Adam-22 situation. So I'm doubling down this week, all right? I'm, I'm tackling. I am the fucking, the, the, the fucking blonde Chad, okay? The blonde, the next Ryan Seacrest, but you hate him because he's not Ryan Seacrest. Do people even like Ryan Seacrest? I don't know. I don't know shit about Ryan Seacrest until New Year's Eve. And that other old nigga who I don't even, did he die yet? That dude? You guys know who I'm talking about. Bro, I'm all over the place right now. Um, We're we're in full-blown crackhead hours, all right? And this is what I deserve, and this is what you deserve. And you get what you fucking deserve. Okay? All right. Back to my point. KFC Barstool is a fucking herb. And I'm doubling down this week because the Jonah Hill, this this Jonah Hill situation is extremely funny to me. Um, I'm going to play the video and then we're going to talk about it. Jonah Hill has been put on blast by his ex-girlfriend Sarah Brady as she posts a slew of text messages from their relationship. Also, every video before I, before I do it, and I know I do this all the time, but... Why does he sound like a fucking, like he makes himself sound like a newscaster, like he's delivering it to you the way it should be delivered. Wow. Can't talk. Get the fuck out of here. Motherfucker. See, that's self-criticism. That's something KFC doesn't do. When he's being a herb, he's not like, yo, I'm a herb. I'm a fucking, you know, whatever. Correct myself. But he loves sounding like this. Like, bro, just sound like yourself. Jonah Hill has been put on blast by his ex-girlfriend Sarah Brady as she posts a slew of text messages from their relationship a few years ago, exposing him as an insecure and controlling weirdo with text messages that were so corny and lame, I couldn't even believe my eyes. Now, before we unpack everything, I want to just say that I think everything that happens behind closed doors in a relationship should remain behind closed doors in a relationship as long as it's not illegal. I think that relationships can get messy and they can get toxic and sometimes people bring out the worst in each other and you become a bad version of yourself and you do weird things and you make bad decisions like, I don't know, wear matching pantsuits on the red carpet. But Sarah said that she was sick of people coming up to her and talking about how great Jonah Hill was, so she decided to let these text messages fly, and now you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, so let's get into it. It appears the situation is that Jonah Hill started dating a model and a surfer and then didn't like when she was doing modeling and surfing things. Like, these are literally videos of this girl just surfing, and he demanded she take off the internet because she's wearing a bathing suit, and it's too revealing, and she doesn't respect him or his boundaries. There is nothing worse than when you start dating someone and you know who they are and what they do and then you make them change and you do it all under the guise of of mental health with your emotional capacity and your mental bandwidth and your triggering boundaries and all this other therapy speak gobbledygook nonsense that you just learned last week from a guy who you pay to tell you those things, by the way. 
I mean, this is honestly one of the saddest, most pathetic things I've ever heard. Jonah Hill spent all his time talking to his therapist about his girlfriend's bathing suits and which boys she hangs out with when she surfs, and then thought he was so good that he needed to make a documentary about him. The mental health pendulum has swung so far the other direction, and all you people who idolize your psychiatrists are crazy. So the niggas who go, that part was like, wow. Let me look at the comments. I'm a I'm a big comment section guy. Let me see what the fuck niggas is saying on this fucking video right Jonah now. Jonah Hill has been put on. Don't need to hear that voice again. The people have spoken. So I'm not coming on here necessarily. It's half and half. This is definitely like a, and it sucks. It sucks, but I'm going to keep it a stack. I'm going to keep it a stack. As usual, people aren't going to like it as usual. And as usual, suck my dick. That's how I'm feeling. Before anything, who the fuck is KFC to sit there and say, the mental health pendulum has swung so far the other way. And, and, and you people who idolize your therapist, your psychiatrist, therapists are crazy. Nigga, what? We've needed therapy and psychiatry for a fucking hot ass minute. And a nigga like Jonah Hill, who is clearly an emotional dude. And I'll give my take on what, how I feel about certain things in a little bit. But I wanted to really dissect the, the, the last part of that video. He's almost like sitting there shitting on therapy, shitting on psychiatry. Like, just that's the vibe I'm getting. I'm not sitting there picking apart at it and making a fucking vlog like one of these soft bitches out here no that's not what i'm doing but what is wrong i would i don't know about idolizing i don't i wouldn't say i idolize my therapist because i think that's a little wild i don't think anybody idolizes their therapist i think for a while humanity has needed to check their mental health and for a while Humanity didn't, and now we are, and niggas like KFC are going to be mad about it because therapists at the end of the day are telling you professionally and sometimes on a, on a humane level, but professionally, humane, I don't know why I said humane. That's not what that means, but sometimes I use words that don't make sense because I'm a little autistic and it's okay. I don't think... That it's a problem. I don't think where we're at is a problem. There's still people out there who feel like they don't need therapy. KFC's probably one of them. Doesn't make sense to me. If Jonah Hill spoke to his therapist about these issues, right? And for the most part, from my experience, when you speak to a therapist about something you think is wrong with yourself, they will tell you if it's wrong or they'll tell you if you need to do something um, to check it or they'll tell you it's okay. In Jonah Hill's case, it's boundaries. There, his, I'm assuming his therapist told him, look, this is because this nigga is so mentally woke and what I gather from the situation is that this, this woman put, these things out there from years ago, which I think is always corny. I think it's always corny unless it's something that's like obviously rapey and fucking truly fucked up, then whatever. But this girl basically had so she saw that everyone in the world for the most part is like Jonah Hill's such a cool dude. He's one of the most like great pure dudes out of Hollywood. And she was like, you know what? I'm tired of people saying this shit and aired out all his shit. Also, why we shouldn't text women, ladies and gentlemen, because screenshots will be flying. 
But you know what? A nigga like me, man, as uh, Money Making Mitch would say, a nigga like me, man, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say what I want to say. You can leak it out. I don't get threatened by, like, the whole, uh, I got screenshots, nigga. I'll ruin your life. Like, bitch, please. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. I am unbreakable. Jonah Hill is, I think, in this case, also unbreakable. That screenshot shit is just corny to me. I'm sorry. I'm I'm really, I'm not sorry, actually, because years later, bro, anybody, like, it don't even have to be a bitch trying to expose a dude for something. It's just, it's corny to me to dig up things from the past. And there's nothing really being dug up here, ladies and gentlemen. I truly believe this is a man who is setting boundaries, a man who uh, from the text messages, and this is, this is the part that I'm getting to aside from KFC. I'm not going to give him too much of my time. The fact that the dude's name is KFC Barstool, like what? I'm so confused. Um, I saw early on women on Twitter and threads. Threads is the new Twitter now. Niggas ain't using Twitter. Nigg ah, niggas is still kind of using Twitter. It's confusing. But threads is, uh, is the new one. And I saw a couple girls on there like, oh, my God, these Jonah Hill texts. These Jonah Hill texts are disgusting. Is Jonah Hill serious? Like, bitch, what? You're the last part of this species walking the earth that should be talking. And I'm going to get to it. And it sucks because on social media and everywhere, this has become like a man versus woman situation. And I hate those because it's like, we all ain't shit. All of us. Why do we constantly say like, you niggas suck for this. You bitches suck for this. Like why? We are all not shit unless you're at that part of your life where you did a lot of growing and a lot of evolving. And there's always room to grow and evolve. Always. Right? I don't understand why we're here, but we're here. Jonah Hill was, quote unquote, exposed. And now women hate him. He's become like a Joe Rogan. I noticed that when I was on dating apps a while ago, there was like a big fucking, like a huge, huge crowd of women on uh, on the dating apps who were like, oh, like, I hate Joe Rogan. If you love Joe Rogan, that's a deal breaker. And that's fine, whatever. But now Jonah Hill's probably in that category. And it sucks because all, you know, all jokes aside, right? Because you know we be fucking around on here, and we love it. But at the same time, we spit on here. Because I used to rap, and every now and then I like to spit. How you doing? Hey, hey. This is my stance on this. My boy Jonah Hill, and it's funny to me when the women, the women are the ones complaining about it, and this is why. Jonah Hill, to me, in a text, seems like someone who... When he, he wanted to start dating this woman. And this woman start, wanted to start dating him. So they had a conversation early on about his feelings towards things. And he expressed his boundaries. That's what they are. Everybody has shit about them that they like or don't like. And at least some of us know. And when I say that, I mean, bro, let's keep it a bean. 70 to 80% of bitches do not know what they want. Let's just throw it. I'm, I'm, I'm not... 70 to 80%. The 20 to 30, how you doing? You know what the fuck? I'm saying there are women out there, but they're very rare. So those 20 to 30%, how you doing? If you listening, fucking, I tip my cap to you. I show my fucking fucked up hairline, and I tip my cap. I make a sacrificial cap tip to you. If... if if you have the confidence in yourself and you know yourself, then you're probably 100% accurate. You are one of those women who know what you want. And you understand that he has boundaries. Okay? 
And let me make myself perfectly clear. Stop listening to me, bitch. Fucking government motherfuckers. What's wrong with you niggas? Oh, I got a lot to say about the government today. I might get shot after this podcast, but you know what? It'd be a boss-ass way to go out. Where was I getting at over here? I swear, sometimes I have guests so they can, like, remind me what I'm talking about because I'm... I'm showing early signs of dementia. I, I really am. I really am. People think it's, like, not funny. I think it's kind of funny. Like, I'm enjoying my life now. I know someday I'll get to a point where I, I like, I'm fucking running around the house naked because I think I'm at some fucking orgy party or some shit that I never even went to because that's what fucking insane people do. Listen, bro. There's so many examples I can come up with, but let's keep it a bean. 70 to 80% of bitches do not know what they want. So here you have someone of the human species who knows what they like and don't like and speaking out and saying, look, I don't fuck with you exposing yourself really, wearing, taking bikini pictures, posting them up. I thought it was hilarious when she was that whole part when it was like all thought pictures in quotations. (laughs) I think Jonah Hill is a thug. I'm just going to throw that out there. I think he's a thug ass nigga. Like, I think he's a real nigga in the best way possible. Like, I think it's some real thug shit to recognize what you like and don't like and keep it a bean about it. The, the, The thing that you should practice with dating. And I've always lived by this. And I do a podcast literally where I expose myself. Not too much. You can't, I can't let you weirdos know too much about me. You think you know a lot about me, but you don't. That's just, I believe it. But I, I expose myself, and that's my, I, I'm, a type, I'm the type of nigga where I wear my heart on my sleeve. And when it comes to with women, that's how I am, and that's how everyone should be. Men and women should be that way with each other, and that's what Jonah Hill did. He said, look... This is what I like and don't like. You can you can either respect it or we're not a thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There are women out there who know what they want and know what they like. And I've respected them, a lot of them, over time. I saw a girl who we were fucking firing on all cylinders at one point. Like everything was hitting everything. She told me that she had this side to her who liked polygamous relationships where, and y'all know how I feel about that. Cause I've talked about it on here. It's becoming something that is more and more common. She kept it a beam with me. It was like, yo, I, I, I like, uh, you know, how you feel about sex parties and this and that. And, and there's some cool spots where you could whatever, where you get your own key and all this other shit, your own little mug that you could put on the, on the wall. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, bro, but I could kind of do that at Batola's. This pizza spot in Cranston is real cool. It's right up the street from my job. They have five-star food, five-star pizza, five-star everything. They got a little mug club over there, and I don't get to watch – I don't have to watch my uh, significant other get fucking pounded by some other nigga and try to pound out some bitch while, while all while I'm looking at the dude pounded on my bitch and I want to crack his fucking head open. I'm all set. And that's what I said. And, and that's where it ended. But guess what? I respect her because she told me what she liked. Or in that case, told me what she liked. In other cases, I've had women tell me straight up what they didn't like off the rip. Cool, I respect it. But 70 to 80% of bitches don't even know what they want really out of life. Let alone men out of life. Bro, to simplify it, there's bitches out there. And I say bitches because y'all some bitches. That's straight up how it goes. Y'all are going to call us niggas, pricks, all this other shit. I'm going to say it. Or or the niggas and pricks who don't know what they want. Because, yes, every human being, it's not a man versus woman thing. 
any human being who doesn't know what they want and and takes that out on the person they're seeing, you guys suck. You shouldn't be dating. Figure out what you want and then highlight everybody. Damn, wasting each other's time. People love that shit. They love wasting time. They love racking up their body count. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. We're still in high school. Listen, bro. There are women out there, 70 to 80% of them, who don't know if they want a masculine man or a man who's in tune with his emotions. Really. Really. I'm dead. I'm being dead ass. There are actual women out there, the female sex, 70 to 80%, and I'm making this number up based off experience, average, batting average. I'm not talking about just women I've seen. I'm talking about friends. I'm talking about shit that I've heard, all of that. 70, shit that I've seen on social media. Women don't know if they want a masculine or a masculine man or a man who's in tune with his emotions, who's in touch with his mental health side. And that's crazy. Because you get the nigga who is masculine. And I'm saying this from experience because I'm a bit of both. You guys know me. You know how I rock. There are very, very old school sides to me. There are also new school sides to me. There are women who legit will get your masculine side and say, oh, you're fucking toxic. This is, this is, this is fucking too much. Oh, you like, oh, you like fucking Oh, you like guns? You like this? You like that? I'm not saying I love guns. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I am not that weird nigga who's like you like what you like. But me, Percy, I think it's weird when a nigga gets a boner off a fucking gun catalog. But that's just me. That's just me. I get boners off like women. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't get a gun catalog. Whatever. Different strokes for different folks. Literally though, it just couldn't be me. Listen. I feel like this Jonah Hill shit is being blown out of proportion like crazy. And I just wanted to touch on it because there are a lot of women out there who, had, like I said, have gotten both sides to me. And they'll look at the emotional side and say, oh, you're too emotional. You're too. Uh... I've never been called more than that, honestly, just emotional. Just like, oh, you're emotional or you're this or you're that. And it's like. Then I've talked to women who are, they see the masculine side to me, whether it's, I guess one of the things may be, you know, like some of my views on certain shit, whether it's politically or when it comes to the mental health shit or how to raise my kids or whatever, I'm too masculine. That's too masculine of me. That's toxic masculinity. What do y'all want really? Like, what do you guys want really? Ask yourselves that before you go and judge a nigga, a human being like Jonah Hill, who knows what he wants, expressed it, and that's it. You motherfuckers can't even, you motherfuckers don't even know what you want to eat. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's where I end this conversation. But... Kudos to Jonah Hill for laying it out there, for keeping it a stack. You got to keep it a stack. You got to keep it a bean from jump or you, or it's going, it's not going to be a good time. So how could you not respect that? How could you not respect a huge, let's not make this a man or woman thing. How could you not respect a human being who's keeping it a stack about what he likes and doesn't like? I don't get that. How is that controlling? I'm a, I, I'll give my take on it, right? I'll give what I like and don't like. Personally, when it, and he was also mad about her chilling with a dude too, like another surfer, riding, uh, riding waves with other niggas. Real street, real for the streets. 
I'm outside type of behavior, hot girl summer type of behavior. I'm going to keep it simple. Do I agree with Jonah Hill and his views? Kind of, yeah. I have always lived my life this way. Because I found out early on in my life what controlling is. And I didn't like it. And from then on, I made sure to always say, look, this is what I like and don't like. I'm going to let you know from jump if I notice it. And we're going to have a conversation about it. If there's some type of middle ground that could be met, I guess. But for the most part, I'm pretty solid on a couple of things. A simple one that I could relate to the situation. I don't I don't do the thirst trap, bitches. I just don't. You want to be thirsty? Be thirsty. I'm not I'm not going to date you. If we're in a position where we're talking, we fuck with each other the long way. And you you're on that time. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to say, look, like you come off thirsty sometimes. It's a turn off. I'll never control it. I'll never tell you not to do it. But I will tell you this. If you want to see something out of this. Then it's probably smarter if you didn't. Because I'm probably not going to date you if you're on the thirsty wave. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's women out there who don't fuck with niggas who have Snapchat. I'm not making this shit up. It sounds fucking stupid. That's when I can't get behind. But you know what? I can't knock the, the, the women who feel that way. If that's what they don't like, then you don't date them. You don't date them and waste their time and hop on Snapchat anyway if you knew they didn't fuck with it. There was, there's, there was, um, when I did, I forget which one it was. I think it was all of them. They had whatever ones that have prompts. One of the prompts was like, don't date me if, or you shouldn't date me if blank. That was one of them. If you have Snapchat, don't swipe left or whatever it is, right or left. If you don't, if you don't, if you if you fuck with Snapchat, don't don't even bother. Like, or even fucking if you listen to Joe Rogan, don't even bother. Or what just little shit. Those are the women who know what they don't like and know what they like. Bro, how could you be mad at it? No matter who does it. No matter what human in this fucking race, whoever it is, who, they, she, fucking he, them, fucking their, why, all of that other shit. I'm not being funny. I'm being dead ass. You can't knock it. I, and if you ask me why my take on the whole thirsty shit, which is why I thought that was funny, like she put it in quotations or whatever. Don't get me wrong. If we at the beach, we chilling, like, we're taking pictures. That's different. We're at the beach. We're chilling. You're in the bathing suit. We're whatever. Me personally, that's me personally. Jonah Hill, I think different story. He doesn't want to see his girls in bikinis, whatever. I get that. This is my thing. If you're posting shit like, really being thirsty and provocative like almost all the almost always and you're very much your personality is very much like must impress social media there's gonna be a lot of people who listen to this and they're like yo what if i want to feel good about myself what if i want to feel confident and get the love and whatever then at that point you're admitting that you're feeding off social media that you need the attention from social media. And that's another fucking red flag for me. That's another thing I don't fuck with. And if you're like that, I will never date you. We will never have anything serious. And that's fine. And that's what Jonah Hill was expressing. This is this has been a very long and drawn out conversation, but I'm glad I'm having it with you guys because it's like, yo, I don't I really don't see anything wrong with this. If it's a situation where Jonah Hill came out out of nowhere and was like, yo, these are my rules, I don't fuck with it. Then I get it. But it seems like he established these rules, not rules, but these boundaries, 
Rules is a very, very bad way of, that's not what I meant. He expressed his boundaries. She fucking went about them anyway. And he was like, yo, like, you're not respecting what I, you know, what I fuck with and don't fuck with. Can't be mad at it. So this whole situation, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And KFC is a herb per usual. I mean, like, I don't know what else to say about it. I had something else that I wanted to bring to the table today. And where is it? I don't have it. I don't fucking have it. But I will say this. In true 710 fashion, because this week was 710. In true 710 fashion, bro, I smoked some hash. I got blasted. I'm excited about this Oppenheimer movie coming out because Chris Nolan's my favorite director, and he's the best of all time, the greatest of all time. He is the Shawn Michaels of directing. He's an animal. I went down this Oppenheimer rabbit hole and found out everything about this dude and found out that the movie's going to be pretty fucking spicy because I didn't even know. I knew this dude invented the atomic bomb. I didn't know anything else much from that. I found out that he, most importantly, because I'm fucking an idiot, I found out that this man got throat cancer. You know why he got throat cancer? To touch back on it, he ate mad pussy. This nigga Oppenheimer also had two bitches, played by Emily Blunt and uh and um oh my god Florence Pugh, fine ass fine ass woman. And Oppenheimer obviously played by Killian Murphy. If you guys don't know shit about movies, just start off with that. And then I'll talk, come talk to me. Come talk to me on the other show, on the other side, Real Hungry, on every week, multiple times a week. You'll get all the information soon. So I'm, 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 y'all know how my brain works. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like a lot of people, like, yo, it's really convenient that this movie's coming out now. I found out that this man, yes, he made the bomb. Uh, he invented the bomb. 1947, I believe, was the, either the, during the creation of the bomb or when they tested the actual bomb. And they also had this doomsday clock, which I didn't know what the fuck it ever meant. Right. So my mind, I take dabs. I'm watching this documentary, my mind's spinning and I'll get to the doomsday clock thing in a minute. But I, yo, this man, uh, they launched an investigation and the guy who was like the head of the investigation is, was, is who was played by Robert Downey Jr. These motherfuckers all had like a strong belief that Oppenheimer, not only did he invent the atomic bomb for the United States, but he was also double dipping pretty much. They thought he was also part of the Soviet Union on the low. Russia. That's crazy. So this movie's going to be spicy. This is where the good part comes. Your boy got blasted. He got a little paranoid. Did he call 911 and had a couple fucking EMTs pull up? No. Because we don't do that little bitch shit. We get back up and we go down rabbit holes instead about the atomic bomb. And the doomsday clock. As I'm watching this video, this girl is explaining the doomsday clock and how in 1947 when all that shit was popping off. And all these talks of bombs and H-bombs and all this shit were happening. This doomsday clock came about. And the closer it is to midnight, midnight pretty much means global catastrophe. Like, straight up, everyone's all done. And back then, if you guys didn't know this, it was... Um, it was only calculated off nuclear threats. Mm. Got the craziest cotton mouth right now. The closer the clock was to 12 to midnight, obviously fucking terrible. The first time they said it, it was 90 seconds, which was like super, super low. 
it fluctuates over the years. Um, I think in the 80s, it, it got down to two minutes. It hasn't been 90 seconds in forever. Until, wait for this. This fucking bitch who, whose YouTube video I'm watching, very informative, loved it, hated this part. She goes, and fun fact, the doomsday clock reached 90 seconds for the first time since 1947 in January of 2023. Get the fuck out of here. Why the fuck did Mr. 710 himself? I'm not Mr. 710 himself. I know the real dab heads are going to get folk. Their assholes are going to get all tight when they hear that. No, yes, I take little baby whatever. Because when I take too many, this is what happens. Why the fuck would you say that on the night that I'm celebrating my fucking holiday and I'm smoking some hash and I'm going down rabbit holes? You, We're talking about shit that happened with Charles Oppenheimer. And some, uh, somehow it happened to me, Jimmy Luca, the, the fucking the dude who's always paranoid about some fucking apocalyptic global catastrophe. It happens to me. I stumble upon the video where the bitch is like, fun fact, the doomsday clock hit 90 seconds in January of 2023 for the first time since 1947. 90 seconds, meaning we're very, very close to the end of the world, according to scientists and whatever. And I looked it up and I put my mind at ease a little bit. They say it's like a metaphorical way of measuring, you know, there's no real math or you know there's no real there's nothing really real about it when you do the research about the doomsday clock but it did freak me out because there's a lot of shit popping off now over the years they factor in not just nuclear threats but climate threats and all this shit and guess what this is a fucking terrible year when it comes to the whole climate crisis Aside from the fact that this movie could not come out at a crazier time because the talk of bombs has been fucking crazy since the pandemic, honestly. I mean, it's always crazy here and there, but since the pandemic, it's gotten a little out of hand, and I'm not surprised. We're 90 seconds to midnight, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's, it's great. Why, like, why the fuck did I have kids right now? I, I just want to know. Like, what was, what, let me call my brother. I got blasted last night and I called my brother. I'm like, yo, we really had kids during this time. Like, this is when we decided to have kids. This is kind of crazy. Let me call this dude. This guy's not going to pick up right now. It's crazy. Yo. Yo. Yo, what's good? Yo, you're on the podcast, bro. I'm not even, I'm just going to be keep it a being with you. That's wavy. What's, what's good? Right, what's from, good? Where you at right now? Where I'm at right now, bro, I'm at the home of the Whopper in the drive-thru right now. I'm you're at the drive-thru? I'm talking, I'm talking in the back, back of the drive-thru where, nigga, the, enter, the entry is. Like, I'm blocking traffic. You're at the drive-thru right now. Right now, just got over here. What are you getting? Yo, my nigga, I got a massive headache, and I just smoked some crazy shit, and I don't know what I want, but I need a bunch of things, bro. Here we go. We're moving. Who you with? Over here with Naomi. Damn. Yo, do you think, like, we fucked up? Absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Not really, but I kind of I kind of think that shit every once in a while. Do you think we personally fucked up when we decided to have kids during this time? I mean, not really. With all the shit going on. <laughs> nah, not really, my nigga. I think we're kind of mentally prepared for that shit. So what do we do? Like, are we supposed to fucking? I think like, like, do we just teach our kids to loot and 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 be fucked up? 
I would just I would just teach them to just steal, conquer, and win, my nigga. Steal, right? Like you gotta they gotta learn how to steal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause I've been Don't I, settle for less. They they gotta do fucked up shit, right? Like they're gonna have to learn how to like this this is crazy to think that our children, like my six year old daughter, our fucking our kids who are cousins who are like like born right aside each other like they're gonna have to learn how to kill and steal and like make sure they don't get eaten in what's gonna be a doggy dog world yeah no absolutely they can't lose i don't i don't even want to hear it i don't even want to hear like like i can't nah my nigga <laughs> I was talking about this doomsday shit I called you about yesterday, and I was I, I thought about it. I'm like, yo, this is kind of a crazy time to have kids, and I was like, let me call Sonny. <laughs> yo, my nigga, I don't know. I mean, it's crossed my mind. Yeah, keeping it a bean with you, bro. But I don't. I Would don't you know. have another I'm... one? Would you? Do you think you'll be like, yo, fuck it? It's no, no. Let me, let me, let me, uh, no. let me fucking uh. You could. That's a way to stack your army up, though. Nah. Your family is your your family is your army at that at that point. But then you when yep. you watch all these like apocalyptic shows and movies, you always see the families that are like separated. Like, oh, dad's not here. Like he, my dad died. Like when the shit all it's popped always, off. Yeah, it's so it's always the mother dies from a sickness, or like the dad just fucking takes a bullet to the brain. The bullet to the brain, a nuclear war. The mom got bit by a zombie, so she's not here. So now there's like a group of like randoms all together and like. Yeah, my nigga, fuck that shit. Yeah, nah, bro. I'm not. It it, it it's not it's not very it's not a vibe, man. It's crazy to me that one day we're gonna have to let our kids know, like, yo, it's time to fucking buckle down and and really fuck the world, or the world's gonna fuck you. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure with, with me and you, my nigga, the way we think, I'm pretty sure they'll get that MO real quick, my nigga. Yeah, no, that's a fact, bro. I'm sure, I'm sure Alexandria is up on that. I'm sure she low-key be hitting you with some questions. Yo. Oh, yeah, she questions everything. She's like me. That's why, like, the day she smokes, it's over for her. She oh doesn't even God. know yet. She doesn't even Yo, know but, yet. Yeah, nah, keeping it a bean, what? When they get older, my nigga, by that time, that shit would just be like fucking bread and butter. Yeah, you think we'll, we'll? You think you think we as a society, as as a race, not even a society, you think we as a race will survive what's coming? Whether it's like climate or fucking nuclear, I think so. Or you think absolutely? It, you think, I, but what if it's one of those things that really they say like, yo, this is gonna wipe out the whole world? Like, you think there's a possibility that? Some of the little guys if, survive. If it's some shit where it's like, nigga, I'm talking like like a rock the size of a planet that fucking hits us, then yeah, I mean, we'll be fucked up. No, yeah, we'll be, we'll be wiped out. But if it's like, nigga, talking half, I mean, bro, there's an escape. There's there's escape routes that we got going on, my nigga. Niggas got, niggas is doing bunkers. Niggas is doing all types of fucking crazy shit to this world, my nigga. I think we might survive that. If, if not everybody, a couple. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the... I think the rich motherfuckers, they got money for all that other shit. But I think karma karma comes around anyways. Them niggas are usually fucked up. Yeah. I mean, if that shit happens, my nigga, at the same time, too, you do have some dumbass people that'll be on some purge shit, just ruining shit for no reason. Yeah, no, that's a fact. Yeah, no, nah, that's a hundred percent. I mean, I'm I'll probably be one of those niggas unless I was just gonna there. say. I just told Alexander you know. the other day. I'm like, yo, we were watching the uh, Walking Dead. I was watching one of the episodes with the prison, and I'm like, yo, look, look how smart these niggas are. Like these niggas found the prison in a apocalyptic world. They see the fences, the zombies can't get in. They overtook that shit, and I was theirs. Like, yeah, that's, my nigga, that's the type it's, of shit you gotta you be know. on. The fact that I'm telling my daughter you gotta that. Be Grinding, yo, bro, yo, you gotta be grinding. You definitely gotta Situations be grinding. Situations like that, I never seen no shit like that before in my fucking life. You think that I'm gonna be sweet? Hell no. 
Nah, ain't shit gonna be sweet during the apocalypse, bro. Nah, yo, what are these fucking two forty nine fiery nuggets? Bro, text me how that BK is. Let me know what you got. I might have to do that. I might have to fucking. I might have to bang on you right now. End this podcast and go get a whopper because that's the type of day I'm having. Yo, I'm yo. So real quick, I have a, I have a, just a quick take. The chicken sandwich with the Swiss cheese and bacon is the way. From Burger King? I'm telling you right now. Yeah, nigga. I'm telling you, the bacon and Swiss, bro. The Royal Crispy Chicken. That shit is no joke, my nigga. You would have thought... You would have thought you... Yo, bro. You would have thought you got it at a fucking diner, my nigga. That was like at 3 o'clock in the morning with some good steak fries. Talking to you mad night. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I'm going to get something And I'm going to do the onions. Yeah, I need chicken damn, fries, onion rings, rings, chicken bro. nuggets. What's I the best? Before we wrap this up, where's the where? What's the best fast food spot to you, for real? The best fast food spot to me, for real? Out of all the burger sh- joints and shit, the chicken nuggets and all oh, that. Come on, nigga, I gotta do Wendy's, bro. Oh man, that's that nigga, man. Yo, I love you, bro. I. Right? Yo, bro, I gotta do Wendy's. My Yo, bro, nigga. say it back, bro. If you don't want to do anything else, my nigga, you could do it chili. Say it back. Yo, I love you too. I love you, bro. Yo, kiss me through the phone real quick, my nigga. Yo, this nigga here. Yo, bro. Oh, moi. Damn. All right, bro. I'll holla at you. Yo, holla, my nigga. That kid, that kid, man. That's a fucking smart kid right there. If you have kids in this fucking generation right now, we're fucked. Teach them niggas how to be killers. That's the only way. That's the only way, honestly. If not, the world's going to absolutely fuck them the way that fucking big black nigga fucked Adam 22's wife. You know what I'm saying? So I don't make the rules. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Take As Needed. I'll catch you on the flip. It's the outro. Send them out here. Now we out this bitch. Send them out here. Now we out this bitch. Send them out here. Now we out this bitch. Send them It's Jimmy's Diner.